Hello and welcome to How to Save Your Planet podcast. I'm Dr. Tara Shine and in this series I'm suggesting how each one of us can play our part in reducing the impact we have on our planet and improve our own lives in the process. To show how everyday habits have an environmental impact, I use examples taken from my book How to Save Your Planet One Object at a Time. In this episode, we'll be taking a look around a typical bedroom and I'll be talking about duvets, shoes, jeans, women's tights and dry cleaning. Come into this bedroom. See that duvet? It's a mighty important item in any home. Did you know that each of us will spend, on average, a total of 33 years underneath one? 26 years sleeping and 7 years trying to get to sleep. Synthetic duvets which are made from polyester, a fabric made from petroleum that is energy intensive and not biodegradable, should last about 5 years. A duvet made from down, a natural product that comes primarily from ducks and geese, is biodegradable and can last 20, 30 or even 40 years. Duvets can be filled with other natural fibres such as cotton and wool. Synthetic duvets using recycled filling are also now available. What's the responsible approach to your duvet? First and foremost, look after it. Simply airing a duvet outside in the sunshine is enough to sanitise the cotton cover and evaporate any moisture in the filling. Spot clean any spills or stains to reduce the frequency of washing and drying the whole duvet. When buying new, look for brands that are transparent about the sources of their materials, their sustainability policy and their commitments to animal welfare. And do pass on old duvets to charities if in good condition or to animal shelters if not. Let's open the wardrobe and take a look at the shoe rack. Almost everyone in the world owns one or more pairs of shoes or sandals. When it comes to environmental impact, the shoe industry is responsible for about 250 million tonnes of CO2 per year. For instance, making a typical pair of synthetic trainers generates emissions equivalent to leaving a fluorescent light bulb burning for over 100 years. Traditionally, shoes are made from leather, which up until the late 19th century was tanned using vegetable tannins from tree bark. Today, the main method of tanning uses chromium compounds. One type, chromium-6, which is toxic and carcinogenic, was recently banned by the EU in the manufacture of footwear. There are pluses and minuses about leather. It is, of course, a byproduct of the meat industry, a major source of greenhouse gases, particularly methane, and a cause of deforestation and water pollution. However, making use of the hides associated with meat production does avoid waste and maximises the value of each animal. What's more, synthetic shoes also have a significant environmental footprint. Most of today's trainers are made from synthetic rubber and plastic. The raw material they're made from is oil, and unlike leather, synthetic rubber and plastics, such as polyvinyl chloride and polyurethane, are not biodegradable. The end of a shoe's life is increasingly in focus as plastic shoes are amongst the most common items found washed up on beaches around the world. Flip-flops are amongst the worst offenders. Flip-flops are cheap and the only shoe option for the world's poorest people. However, they last only a year or two at most and are then discarded, usually in countries without a waste management system, meaning they often end up as waste in waterways and then the ocean. 
While we have the wardrobe open, let's examine a very common garment, jeans, the most popular item of clothing in the industrialised world. About 70 million pairs of jeans are sold in the UK every year. The name denim comes from the French Serge de Nîmes, a strong material originally made from wool, but later a cotton-wool mix. In the 1700s, it was used to make sails, and some Genoese sailors thought the fabric would make great trousers. The name jeans emerged 100 years or so later, when the cloth, typically dyed blue or brown to hide the dirt, was made solely of cotton. Classic jeans as we know them today were patented by two Americans, Jacob Davis and Levi Strauss, in San Francisco in 1873. The environmental impact of jeans is rather shocking, ranging from a huge water use to the fertilisers used in cotton production to the contamination of natural water resources from the indigo used to dye them. An investigation carried out by Greenpeace in 2010 in China tested the outflows near dyeing and finishing facilities in denim-producing towns and found five heavy metals, cadmium, chromium, mercury, lead and copper in 17 out of 21 samples of water and sediment. In the last few years, several innovations have reduced this pollution. Research shows that each pair of jeans has a carbon footprint equal to watching a large screen plasma TV for 246 hours. Of this, 37% is due to washing and drying them. So an important way to reduce the footprint is to wash and dry them less. 10 wears to one wash is a good rule of thumb. Use a cool wash, preferably on an eco setting if your washing machine has one, and line dry them. One drawer in the wardrobe or chest of drawers of many women will be given over to tights. Did you know that every year two billion pairs of tights are produced, worn once or twice and then thrown away? Nylon thread is a strong and light plastic and when you add elastane you can create a stretchy thin fabric to cover the legs. Making nylon involves the extraction of natural resources, in this case petroleum, and the use of energy to manufacture the fabric. The result? emissions and the release of air pollutants such as nitrogen dioxide. This greenhouse gas, 300 times more powerful at causing global warming than carbon dioxide, contributes to climate change, depletes the ozone layer and creates smog. Nylon tights are not biodegradable, yet many of them, especially the thinner ones, are so fine that they are usually worn once or twice before they get a ladder and have to be thrown away. Tights are not currently recycled, so they end up in the bin and then in landfill or incineration. But nylon itself is actually recyclable. We just haven't the recycling services commonly available yet. More sustainable nylon fabrics are on the way. How can you be right about tights? Here are some tips. To extend their life, either hand wash or use a mesh bag to protect them inside the machine. Why not try opaque tights made from cotton or wool instead of nylon? Bamboo is emerging as a possible natural fabric alternative to nylon, provided they can be made shrink-proof. Invest in a pair of silk tights. They are pricey, so you'll need to treat them well and get lots of wear out of them. If you go for silk, look for piece silk, which doesn't kill the silkworm in the process of extracting the silk. Hanging in the wardrobe, there may well be one or more dry cleaning covers. It's not only the single-use plastic that's under scrutiny these days, but the dry cleaning itself. The process uses solvents to dissolve the dirt from garments as they are cleaned in a giant machine. At the end of the cycle, high temperatures evaporate the solvents and the clean clothes are ironed, put on a hanger and covered in a plastic bag ready for collection. 
Dry cleaning is a heavily regulated industry because the solvents used are damaging to the environment. The main one is neurotoxic and carcinogenic and environmental regulators place controls on its use. Some suggestions? Dry clean less. Think before you drop things off after one wear. Does the garment really need to be cleaned? If odours are the issue, natural fibres benefit from airing outdoors. Use environmentally friendly dry cleaners. More and more dry cleaners are offering solvent-free cleaning techniques and a commitment to sustainability. Take your own reusable soup bag or cover to the dry cleaners. Put your name on it so that you make life easier for the staff. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening. For more information and many more tips on how to tackle the causes of climate change and protect our biodiversity, do get a copy of my book, How to Save Your Planet, One Object at a Time, printed with vegetable dyes on sustainably sourced paper. It's available from all good bookshops. Do join me next time for episode four, when we'll take a peek into your bathroom. I'm Dr. Tara Shine. How to Save Your Planet is a West End Media production for Simon & Schuster.